The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The following program contains important but graphic material. These topics are designed to foster discussion but may be objectionable to some. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. This program is a training program on human trafficking, sextortion, social media exploitation, and child pornography based on actual cases. Our mission is to eradicate human exploitation and bring predators to justice. Now, here is the host of the program, Opal Singleton. Well, hello and welcome to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. This is going to be an interesting show today. I've given this quite a bit of thought on how to go about doing this. The first thing that, thank you, I just had to hang up on my other phone. The first thing that I had, uh, uh, we are having all kinds of technical problems. I'm going to have to just shut this thing down completely. Okay, the first thing I'm going to suggest to you today as we get started is that we please make sure that no one under the age of 13 is listening to this. Um, Even a little bit older would be better. And the reason I say that is we really want to look, kind of take an inside look with you. This show is meant to be a training program. And it's a training program about sex trafficking, sextortion, uh, child pornography, social media exploitation. By the way, Susie Carpenter has joined us today. You want to say hello, Susie? Good morning, everyone. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> okay. Um, as most of you probably know, Million Kids is an organization that is dedicated to combating human trafficking of all kinds and sextortion and child pornography and social media exploitation. And we do a huge amount of training, and we've been doing this for many, many years. And one of the things that I think is really, really important is to understand how people are sold. So that's what we're going to really talk about this morning. Um, If you want to follow this show, one of the things that we would encourage you to do is follow us at Million Kids on Facebook. If you don't know Facebook well, you just simply go to Facebook, find Million Kids, and hit like. But we also have two websites that you should be familiar with. One of them is millionkids.org. That's M-I-L-L-I-O-N, millionkids.org. And also exploitedcrimes.com, exploitedcrimes.com. Now, if you go to Exploited Crimes and you hit listen on on the click on the listen there, you will see that we have all the shows archived there. And in the past, we have covered many, many subjects. And we're kind of in the midst of doing Human Trafficking 101, but I wanted to take this side trip about how people are sold. So that's an area where you can get a lot of information. By the way, you can share that with anybody you know. Uh, Look at any of those links and, and forward them on and have others be training with us. But what I wanted to talk about today is how does this marketing process really take place? We've already talked about in the past how they identify the victims, 
and there is a wide range of victims. Uh, it's always interesting to listen to survivors' stories because they don't seem to be all alike. Each one is different, and that makes it challenging in finding how to do prevention and intervention. But most often what they do is prey on someone who has had previously sexually molested or someone who plays around on the Internet and is willing to meet up or someone, a lot of times it's foster kids, homeless kids, runaway and pregnant kids. But I have never met a survivor or a victim yet that understood the path they were about to go down. So how do you take a fairly normal individual and convert them into basically a person that is forced to perform sex acts, commercial sex acts, day in, day out, and not be able to keep any of the money and endure an incredible amount of abuse. And then how do you sell that to the public so that the public is willing to pay for it? We heard a a statement today, uh, yesterday from one of uh, the leaders of our Riverside County Anti-Human Trafficking Task Force that statistics indicate as many as 15% of American males purchase sex. And so, you know, how, how does this marketing take place? Well, the first thing I want to explain to you is that as soon as they get this person, they begin to groom them and break them. In other words, uh, they put them through horrendous experiences that they have never experienced in their life. Um, It can be subtle things where they just break down her barriers, meaning, in in fact, I listened to a survivor once that made a tremendous impression on me. She was a very attractive girl. I believe she was in her mid-20s. And she said, I never, ever was able to understand this was about to happen. She said, he forced me to do this or I couldn't eat. And she would say to herself, I'll do this, but I won't do this. And then pretty soon, I'll do this, but I won't do this. And then when the day came when there was no this. So in her case, it was a long, slow grind uh, of breaking down all her barriers. Oftentimes, it happens very quickly. And it often will happen where they've trusted another girl, as we've done some previous shows on it. And then what will happen is that they will very quickly turn to violence and uh, they will beat a girl in front of them uh, so that, you know, if you don't perform, this is going to happen to you. They will rape you and and gang sodomize you. Uh, We read of a case last week that uh, the girl refused or was not able to bring in the amount of money that she was supposed to make and literally he had 20 guys gang rape her and uh, so that she knows she can never ever say no again. So in the process of this, it changes your outward appearance. I sometimes talk about how shame changes a person's self-image and uh, that is true of our young people. It, you'll see a, a really cute little girl and all of a sudden her skirt's two inches, six inches long and her hair's pink and and she's wearing all kinds of strange makeup and you can see the change going on there. Why do I dress this when we're addressing the idea of selling? Because one of the things that you'll see is there's this grooming process for the sales process. In other words, um, 
I want to I want to refer to a case that Susie has had, I believe, posted on Facebook this week. The headline on this is federal judge sets trial date for man charged in child sex trafficking case linked to murder. And this is, I believe, out of Lubbock, Texas. And so that headline, federal judge sets trial date for man charged in child sex trafficking linked to murder. Now, this is a case of a, of a hardcore um, individual that was trafficking a group of teenagers. A Lubbock police gang and vice investigator found online ads for prostitution. Now, where I'm going with this is Backpage, B-A-C-K-P-A-G-E. Now, I'm going to tell you that uh, Susie and I worked with uh, the Super Bowl, and we are going to talk about events in, um, in another in later section this morning. But uh, we know that there's a lot more out there than Backpage. Backpage is kind of the poster child for this. But there's Craigslist, and now Facebook has opened up Marketplace, and, and there's Humanaplex. And did you know there's even John Review Sites? That's oh, right. Yeah. Uh, Susie and I were just blown away by how nasty that gets. Um, literally, it's like the Yelp for commercial sex. And it isn't pretty. You know, the way they rate these people and what they say about them and like that, like they're some sort of superior. But there are John review sites. Many of these sites outside of Backpage are very, very pornographic. And so unless it's a unique situation like Susie and I were involved in with the Super Bowl, we don't go there. Uh, we and, and I think that's why most people talk about Backpage is it's kind of like a Carl's Jr. ad out here in California. Well, I'm reading about this case in Lubbock, Texas, and he said that they found online ads for prostitution that listed the teen's phone number. Now, these are burner phones. They uh, have phones that they use only for this, and they will trade the numbers. So one of the things that's obvious when you go on and look at a back page ad is that you will see uh, that it's using an out-of-area phone number. And that is very common. And they list all this under the teen's name because she's a minor. And as we've talked about last week on the show, we have a new law out here that says if you're under 18, you cannot be charged with commercial sexual exploitation. So they're having all the online ad placement and the phone placement being done by the girl so that they're not responsible. She admitted to police she placed online ads for prostitution services for the girls. Now, in this case, what happened is that this is the bottom girl talking. In other words, they had another girl. And one of the things that I am predicting with the SB 1322, which says you can't be that uh, if you're under 18, you can't be Uh, charged with prostitution, I'm expecting to see a whole lot of bottom girls, age 17 and a half, that will be set up for this kind of uh, process so that they also cannot be charged. She said the girl was only about 14 or 15. He, uh, the pimp said, I don't care how old she is as long as she's making me money. Lights, who police allegedly found at the motel, denied any involvement. This is the uh, bottom girl that we're talking about. But what is happening here is that they are using these girls 
to place ads in these. And we are going to start to really take uh, take a deep look at the next segment here about Backpage in particular. Now, I wanted to cover this subject because Backpage is heavily in the news right now. If you haven't seen it, uh, and we talked about it in last week's show, there were big headlines. Uh, LA Times is one of them, USA Today, The Washington Post, uh, several of the big newspapers. The headline was that Backpage had shut down their adult escort services. And uh, it went all over the place. I mean, it was, you know, it was on Bill O'Reilly. Uh, someone, um, can't think of his name right now, uh, wrote a big article in, uh, I think it was Breitbart News. And so it was really, really headlines. The problem is, is all they really did is they didn't shut down anything. They moved the ads up about one inch into the dating sites. And so now if you go on Backpage and you go into dating women, dating men, you will see the very same ads that were just an inch below. So they haven't gone out of business at all. The other thing that has happened here is that the CEOs have been arrested a couple of times by the uh, attorney general in California. And when that happened, they were charged with pimping and pandering. But when they went to the first court, it was thrown out and it's now in being recharged in an appeals court. So we are up against a break here, and uh, I want to let you know that uh, we're going to go deep into Backpage very shortly. So we'd ask you to stay right with us, and we'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers, will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. listening to exploited crimes against humanity if you have a question or comment please send an email to opal at millionkids.org that's o-p-a-l at millionkids.org now back to exploited crimes against humanity here again is opal singleton Okay, so hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Susie Carpenter and myself are here, and we are talking about 
the marketing of commercial sexual exploitation and how that looks. So we're talking specifically about Backpage because Susie and I both spend a lot of time on Backpage because we help look for missing kids. Now, Backpage is a bad thing. There, there is no Christian way to say that. It is the electronic auctioning of people's bodies. And there has been a real effort by many activists to put them out of business. They took away their master charge visa capability, but all they did there was simply go to um, cyber currency like Bitcoin. And so that's non-traceable and anonymous. And so that makes it more difficult. So while they were trying to help, it didn't help. In the past, Backpage has actually been very, very helpful in making cases for girls, but they have now, since they're under attack, uh, have kind of ceased doing that. In fact, we know of a couple of cases here in our task force where one lady in particular wanted to get out of the life, but she needed some proof because you see what happens on these is the, the pimp will say, no, no, she's independent. I didn't have anything to do with it. Uh, I didn't even hardly know her. She buys all her own ads. But what happened there was they were able to trace a particular outfit she was wearing And uh, he had actually taken her to an STD clinic and there he used his own credit card and they happened, she happened to leave the sweater in that STD clinic. And as she did that, that same sweater showed up on Backpage and they were able to go back to Backpage and she said, I believe my name was this when I was in this town about this time. You see, this reaches a point where many of these girls don't know what town they're in and they don't know what name they're being sold under. And, uh, and they will change their names on there, but we can often track them. So one of the things that I say about Backpage is they have been very helpful. Now, they're not helpful anymore, but in the past, they, they really were until, until they started getting into this. So is there a need to shut down Backpage? Sure. But the problem of it is it's on the World Wide Web, and so all you're going to do is shut down the business operations in America, and the business operations will reopen offshore, and you'll still have the very same site. And in fact, Backpage, when they were arrested, had already set up two offshore sites so they can simply switch over. And that will be the next thing once it comes out that they go from from um, escort services to dating, then they're going to switch over and go to their offshore sites, and it will be even more difficult for us to be able to try to find them. Law enforcement uses Backpage, and by the way, if there are men out there listening to this show, you might tell your brother, because I know if you're listening to this show, you're a good guy. (laughs) But, uh, But one of the things you should know is that the police lives and breathes on Backpage in reverse stings. And uh, so that's how we find missing kids, and that's how we rescue them. So as soon as you're taking them off the air, that's going to be more difficult to find these people. Now, I'm not defending Backpage. I'm just telling you that it is a help in making these cases. Now, what we've done here is I want to explain to you how some of these ads work. The ads, first of all, it looks just like Craigslist. And if you go into Backpage and you pick your particular area, and they'll cover like an Inland Empire out here. It covers Riverside, San Bernardino, but there's a Los Angeles area. There's a Burbank, I believe. Uh, There's Orange County, San Diego. So in your state, you can go in. By the way, it is global. It's in many, many countries. 
And uh, for all you folks that are overseas that are listening to us, that, you know, that is really, really scary because we know that in many, many countries, there is a, a high amount of vulnerability going on of people who are displaced or refugees or uh, transplanted from one country to the other. And this is really scary. So it does apply to you guys, too. So if you have a strong stomach, you might go on to Backpage and take a look. You simply go into there, you go into your area, you and now click on the dating site of, of in this case, women, uh, uh, men finding women, I think it is. And then you have to agree that you're an adult. And uh, supposedly you're 18. So then we began to see the ads. Now, there are certain things that we look for because... We have a limited amount of resources in our law enforcement, and one of the things we do is try to find minors first. Well, they don't say anything on here that they're a minor, okay? You have to be 18 to have an ad on here, so they don't. But there are some hints on here that we look for, almost always young and fresh are two of the biggies on here. Uh, They'll often say they're 20 or 21, and there's a lot of ways that you can look at them and tell whether they are or not. But they also talk in a lot of code words. When you see these ads, they have a lot of signs in there because they don't want any, like, metadata, any uh, mass processors coming through here and picking these up. So you will have all kinds of little symbols and signs, dollar signs, hearts, apples, um, all of those kinds of things that they will put on there. But there's also some words that they use that give us some ideas on what's going on. Now, Susie's pulled off some that she's going to talk about, and then I have a few over here. So, Susie, why don't you start with reading some of them, and then we'll I'll bust in rudely on you, and we'll <laughs> add what, <laughs> what that might mean, okay? Okay. First of all, I wanted to mention anyone that wants to call into the show today, uh, the number is one 472 5788 that's 18664725788 now this morning i went ahead and opened up backpage and by the way i'm going to i'm going to reiterate something you said earlier opal and that is we don't suggest you do it i will warn you there's a lot of uh, pornography involved here so if you don't want to see all that don't do this um, we're just doing this to help educate uh, you know about how the process works So I opened up uh, our local uh, ads here in the Inland Empire. I went straight to, I went to Men Seeking Women, and oh boy, there they all are. The same ads that Opal and I worked with when we worked with the FBI at Super Bowl this last year. Uh, Same types of ads. This is not about dating, uh, or at least not the legal type of dating. Uh, One of the first ads I see is, your Arabian princess is here, new in town, come play, 21. I'm very suspicious if this girl is even 18. Uh, Let's see. Here's an interesting one. Exotic, exclusive VIP treatment, naughty, five-star service, number one playmate, car play, 20. The fact that she has car play tells me she's, She's meeting up for very quick dates, um, wants to be in and out with the money. Uh, another one, sweet, petite, mixed Puerto Rican, Dominican, brand new, 21. So here's someone new to the life. 
Um, and then I found another one that I thought was really interesting because the headline simply... Let, let me interrupt there. Sure. Don't believe that. Don't believe that. Okay. They, they'll all say it's their first time. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> you are right. Go ahead. Uh, and, and then another one that I saw that I thought was a pretty, pretty straightforward. It just says date, $80, 22 <laughs> you know. Well. So the and uh, then we have new Asian girl call me now with a phone number twenty two. These go on and on and on like this. Uh, a lot of times you'll see the new in town. Um, that means they're on a circuit usually being moved around. Yes. Uh, uh, so let so let's kind of start over uh, on some of these so that they know. Uh, there are several code words. The first thing you will see on there is new in town, leaving town soon, last night only, first night in town, Friday only. All of those tell you that she is moving on, that she's not local. And so right then and there, that's a hint that you do not have your local housewife turning tricks to earn a little extra money. The next thing that we'll often say is in call or out call. In call means that the John goes to the girl. Out call means the girl goes to the John. We especially look for in call uh, because that tells you that if she's new in town and you're coming to her, that that might be part of a ring, a place that they can set up. So watch, and we watch heavily for the in call on here. Now, I'm, there's some other code words like early morning special. That will often tell you that she's behind on her quota. Now, if you're a sex buyer, an early morning special might sound like quite a deal to you. But if you're a law enforcement, that tells us that this young lady's in trouble. I'm going to take a break here, Susie. Read a couple more of those. Uh, okay, so here's a girl who's supposedly 20. Um, some of the things that... Uh, I see here that she's saying uh, is in her ad, no explicit talk, no pimps, no law enforcement. Uh, I'm not sure, but I'm sure you know this uh, this one, Opal. It says no AA men, um, no lowballers. Yes, I, the first, uh, this is very, very difficult subject to uh, address on the air. Uh, yeah. I hesitate to do that. Uh, but there are certain ethnicities where they will not allow you to take on another person of that ethnicity. Uh, what AA, the first time I saw that, I thought, oh, they must not allow drinking, <laughs> like Alcoholics Anonymous, you know. Uh, but uh, what that really is saying is that she has an African-American pimp. Mm-hmm. And therefore, she does not allow to take on African-American clients. Now, I'm going to tell you, I find that downright repulsive. The first time I heard that, I was just nauseated. But it is part of the business, and that is like this huge red flag that tells you she has an African-American pimp, and we need to give that some priority and try to help her there. One of the things that we'll often see in here is that you'll see, I'll do what others won't do. Uh, I prefer kinky, Uh, the sky's the limit, Uh, 
I saw one the uh, about three weeks ago that I have kept. I don't have it here around here handy right now, but it's really uh, it was just gut wrenching to me. And I live in this world, uh, you know. But this one I can't remember what it said, but it was something. Oh, as nasty as it gets was her headline. I'll do it all. And as a law enforcement kind of person, somebody who supports law enforcement. That is really, really tragic because what really they're saying is that that pimp doesn't care what's going to happen to her, doesn't care, you know, as long as he gets his money, he doesn't care. And so when we see things like that, I just saw one here that said renovated, reloaded, highly reviewed uh, spot. Highly reviewed means that they're on John review sites. And that they're being reviewed by others. That means that she's a professional that's being moved around. So this gives you an idea of what's going on here. And uh, we hope that this is helpful. We're going to talk about other ways that that, um, people are sold when we come back from the break. Thank you for your patience with us. Uh, For the last two, three weeks, I've been struggling with the flu. And uh, Susie's having to make up for me and... I can hardly talk this morning, so we'll be right back, and we're going to go into other things that happen here. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Seduced, The Grooming of America's Teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers, will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. listening to exploited crimes against humanity if you have a question or comment please send an email to opal at millionkids.org that's o-p-a-l at millionkids.org now back to exploited crimes against humanity here again is opal singleton well, hello and welcome back. This is Opal Singleton and Susie Carpenter, and we are your hosts of this show. We appreciate your patience with us. I was explaining uh, that I've been down with a cold, and so my voice may sound a little bit different, and every now and then I break up and disappear, and Susie has to take over. But I am just hell-bent if you will, to be able to share with you how the marketing takes place because it is such a big issue and a way that we need to stop it. Because you say to yourself, we were just talking about Backpage, and you say to yourself, you know, first of all, 
what are John's thinking when they look through those sites? Do they not realize that, that law enforcement is going through it? And I can tell you that, you know, more and more, you're more likely to get caught if you're buying sex on one of these sites, because we're not oblivious to it. Trust me, when it starts making the front page news of USA Today, everybody is aware this is going on and it is going on globally. So you folks overseas, we really appreciate it if you uh, share with us how you see the marketing take place. You can send me an email at opal at meandkids.org or Susie has on our Facebook page about this show and you can go in and comment on our Facebook page. But we would like to hear overseas. I know especially in the UK and in Germany and uh, those areas, you're really getting hit right now with human trafficking. And I'd really like to learn more about how it takes place. Now, One of the ways that we haven't talked about is, um, for instance, like up in uh, Las Vegas, one of the ways that it takes place is they just simply stand out on the street. Now, Las Vegas uh, prostitution is not legal, but parts of of, um, Nevada are. And it is really blatantly sold. I mean, you know, because of the conventions there and, and the events that they hold, they literally stand out on the street and hand out flyers everywhere you go. And uh, and I know that that might be true in uh, Southeast Asia and the work that I did over there where people are advertised um by word of mouth and also by newspapers. So I'd like to hear from you guys out there what you see and where you see it and how it happens. Now, one of the things that Susie and I want to talk about in this section is uh, marketing in truck stops and, and then big events. But she has an ad she wants to share first. So let's take that and then we can do a takeoff on that. Okay. So this is another one that was placed in our local area, uh, Inland Empire, Victorville, Hesperia, Barstow. Interestingly, she has a previous ad. This is one of the things that Backpage will do is they kind of link their previous ads. She has a previous ad that was in Studio City, Sherman Oaks, Glendale, Hollywood, meaning they're moving her around. Says she's 19. I'm telling you I'm looking at this girl, and she looks 14 to me. But... Part of her ad says, available for dinner dates, overnights, and truckers also. Mm. So they're, they're moving this girl around, and she's probably having to work truck stops. Mm-hmm. Well, that's an interesting thing. Let's talk about that ad themselves. Now, it will look like that she placed her own ad. That's how they set her up. More often than not, it's a bottom girl. And as I was talking about earlier, I believe the bottom girls are going to start to be just under 18. Uh, And so they will place these ads on there. And the girl oftentimes won't even see the ad, but it's done in her name and the name of her phone so that nobody can be arrested for this kind of thing. So this is uh, I want to stop a minute and think about how that feels, number one, to the victim, because think about this. She feels like she's been set up and nobody will believe her. She carries all the responsibility for her ad. And so that keeps her further enslaved. On top of it, those ads are out there forever. And that also keeps her feeling like she can't get free. Nobody will believe her. And besides, she has no way to rebuild her life because all of those ads are on there. The other thing that I often think is who is doing this sex buying? 
I mean, some of these things that they are promising on here and, and quite frankly, the branding that they're doing to these girls, uh, some of them just have horrendous tattoos on their face, on their chests, on their behinds, and I'll have their pimp's name on there. And you think to yourself, you know, who is buying off of these sites? And, and I think we often have the image of a pretty woman and Richard Gere and that it's a white-collar guy in a, in a suit. I can tell you from the cases that we work with, nothing can be farther from the truth. It just isn't that way. Now, many of these, some of these guys are white-collar guys, but most of them are blue-collar guys, and they are all ethnicities. And by the way, when you look at ethnicity on Backpage, you will see a pretty even breakout. Some of them, uh, many of them are Asian. I'm very concerned, and we need a lot more volunteers coming forward in the Asian community. Uh, Many of them are Latino. Many of them are Caucasian. Many of them are African-American. So you can tell by looking at at least the photos. So this article that she talked about was talking about marketing and truck stops. So I want to talk about that. When I uh, first got in this business, and it was about, well, I started in 2008 in Cambodia, but working here in the U.S. was late 2010, 2011, we actually had a a truck stop conference. And there is a big organization that targets truckers called Truckers Against Trafficking. I have the greatest amount of respect for that. That's Candace and uh, a a friend of mine and uh, someone who's doing amazing work. And they attend all the trucking uh, conventions, and they have literally thousands of truckers who take a stand against sex trafficking in the trucking community. But we also know that that uh, commercial sexual exploitation takes place in many, many truck stops. Now, they're getting better about reporting it. In our case, we had a conference where we brought in all the owners from Blythe to L.A. If you're from Southern California, you know that that is totally Highway 10 and a whole lot of Highway 15 and 215, any of the truck stops that were on there. And we had a private conference where we talked to the owners of the truck stops, letting them know that they either get to fight this with us or they get to be complicit. And if it can are complicit in conducting a crime, it could get very expensive for them. For the most part, your upscale, your your big chain truck stops will do what they can to help combat it. And they actually have truckers against trafficking out there. And in some places, they even have a um, trucker's chapel on site. So that helps a lot. But just as you saw this in this ad, she this girl was being sold into truck stops. I've seen undercover video, and this is just sad. It is just dastardly. Uh, literally, a, a white man, I don't know why they like white mans, but they do. A white man will pull up, and about six or eight girls will get out. And I'm talking girls. You know, very few of these are older, mature, professional kind of people. And they literally are like, you know, spread out and start working the rows of trucks knocking on those windows. And they have a quota. And the reason they do that is in here in Riverside County, if they don't make $800 a night, they don't eat. Sometimes in the Midwest, it's $500 a night. And I'll tell you, you go two or three days without eating and you're crazy. You'll do about anything. And these girls literally are walking up and down from, from truck to truck, 
banging on the window saying, hey, baby, you want some company? And, you know, it takes place right there in the cab of the truck. And the girl is in and out and going on down the way. Now, how this works from a marketing standpoint, I really can't tell you. Because you have to know that those guys can see those girls working those lines up and down. And you have to know you're not the first customer. So it is a just a disgusting situation. My heart bleeds for those girls. And I'm proud of Truckers Against Trafficking for taking this on. If you see an ad like that, especially if you're in law enforcement, give that some priority because you know that girl is highly, highly abused. I cannot imagine any girl who willingly puts herself in that position to be exploited over and over each night. You have to know someone is controlling her. Now, I want to talk about marketing at events, and this will take us into the next section. Now, we were very fortunate last year in that uh, we were invited in with the group out of Oregon, not in my backyard, that was Nita Bells, and uh, she invited me and kids in, and we took a crew of about eight people and went up to uh, work behind the scenes to support the FBI in helping stop trafficking at Uh, the Super Bowl. Now, it has been known for a long time that literally uh, pimps around the world, predators around the world will, you know, see these big events as a big money-making deal. And so we kind of went behind the scenes and kind of took this on. Susie, you want to take a minute and kind of tell them about the process that we went through? Yeah, we it was it was really well set up. Uh, there was a, a local church in the area that allowed us to set up in a room that had no windows. We were actually right next to the sanctuary. They knew the kind of content we would be viewing, so they 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 made sure that that nobody was able to come in and out of the room. But there was a lot of prayer coverage, which I thought was really important. We had access to their kitchen, but we basically all had our laptops sitting in a kind of a a circle around the room on tables. And we were we would take different areas within where the Super Bowl was and concentrate on those ads looking for juveniles. Um, and we were, you know, instructing our volunteers kind of what to look for, what to expect, and then kind of how to work up the ads um, because it's more than just I found an ad and I think. Now you got to take it another step further and then another step further. We developed those ads and then were able to turn them over to law enforcement to proceed. I had uh, a really interesting one. I joined up with uh, Jen Osgood from Rafa House. She and I, she, she was working on, uh, on, on one ad with a girl that looked really young, but she had very distinctive tattoos on her. So Jen was pulling up and looking closer at the tattoos, and on her arm had... A, a, a guy's name across it, and it was a very specific spelling of a name. And I said, you know, let me take that. I'm going to run with that name and see if I can't find him. And so I did a Facebook check in the area of guys with that first name, and lo and behold, <laughs> I found a local gang member who apparently had been using Instagram quite a bit and had all his Instagram activity was forwarding to his Facebook page, and I don't think he realized that because he had taken down 
his Instagram account, but all those photos were still on Facebook. There were photos of him with big guns, <laughs> with his <laughs> gang buddies, throwing signs. He had bottles of, uh, of codeine uh, from some pharmacy, and I'm not talking about, like, two bottles. I'm talking he had eight to ten bottles, and I was able to zero in on the actual pharmacy, the prescription number, the whole thing. We turned it all over to law enforcement. So what I believe I found was the pimp to the girl that Jen was working up. Don't know the outcome of it, but that's some of what we were doing when we were there. Yeah, that was really quite an experience. We had another girl who was able to track some photographs into a child pornography ring, and that was my first experience with child pornography. But think about what that means from a learning standpoint. You have to know that these underage girls that they're filming here and uh, taking these photographs to use for selling, they're also selling those photographs out into child pornography ranks if they're very young, and those photographs will be there forever. Well, it is break time again, folks. Stay with us. We will be right back. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers, will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. listening to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. Well, hello and welcome back. This is Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. And this is Opal with a cold, so if I sound like I'm going through a sex change operation, that explains that. Anyway, I really appreciate having Susie on with us today because I'm struggling under the weather here. Anyway, we are talking about how people are marketed and sold, and it's just a sad, sad, despicable thing. But it is important if we're going to stop this business to understand how this works. So uh, we're right now talking about big events of Super Bowl. Susie and I worked with a group last week year at the Super Bowl, and uh, we learned a lot. So she wants to go ahead and tell you about a situation there, and then I want to give you my input about the Super Bowl. Okay. So, again, Jen, Jen Osgood and I, Jen is from uh, Rafa House, 
we, we kind of teamed up together. We worked together really well while we were there. And she started coming across ads, even though we were told we're not focusing on massage parlors, we're not focusing on the Asian girls right now because uh, we, were, we had a different kind of direction. But she kept coming across these ads for, for very young-looking Asian girls. And the two of us began working together and discovered I think we came up with 26 girls coming out of one location. It was an actual high-rise condo. Uh, And we thought that one was relevant enough that we turned that into law enforcement as well. Now, I don't know what became of that, but we we were able to connect 26 girls to one location. Mm, Wow. Well, yeah. I see those rings myself when I, you know, uh, one of the things that we do here at Me and Kids is operate Me and Kids Missing Kids. And so sometimes I spend my evenings looking on Backpage. And one of the things that you'll often see is the same ring that is in L.A. that is in Oakland, that is in Redding, that's up by the Oregon border, that is in Portland, Seattle, and Anchorage, has the very same photographs, the very same girls. One of the things that you might ask yourself on Backpage is, well, why don't you do more reverse stings? Well, we do, but it is difficult because they very often don't send out the girl that you're ordering. In fact, that girl may be in a completely different city and they're just using her photo. And quite frankly, if you look carefully, you'll often see that the head might be uh, Latino and the and the legs are Caucasian. <laughs> and it may not even be the same girl. They'll mix and match body parts on those ads. So you have to understand that you put a detective in a in a hotel room and you're thinking you're going to get this little 16-year-old girl sent to you, you may or may not. The odds aren't in your favor that you'll get her, but they often move these around. Well, I want to talk about my uh, experience with Super Bowl because I found it an interesting thing. When I learned that I was going to do this, I started working. It was in Santa Clara last year, if you remember. So the week before, I started doing a research study of all the commercial sexual um, services available in Santa Clara and surrounding area. I wanted to know who all the locals are because there's always this hype about is Super Bowl, you know, the biggest thing in the world for commercial sex. And uh, as I did that, I knew pretty well just about everybody who was in town normally. So when we got there and began to go after it, I was expecting literally like an extra thousand people with all the hype that during that week, maybe a thousand or two thousand ads. Quite frankly, I only saw a 15% increase in those ads. Now, we were going through trying to find all the sites we can, but these guys are good. They'll move around and like that. So maybe we weren't finding all the sites that they operated on. But what was interesting to me was that I believe the hype paid off. That, that with so much promotion, so many organizations combating it, that people began to say, hold it, let's do this some other time. Now, the reason I want to share that with you is that after that, I went over to Parker, Arizona, and that's a small town over here in Arizona on the, on the um, river, on the, the uh, Colorado River. And um, they, you know, it's kind of a sleepy town, and they have a little town called Quartzsite. And uh, Quartzsite is very small. They only have like two or three cops there and like that. Uh, it's kind of a, a place you buy rocks on your way to Phoenix. And it becomes this big uh, snowbird town during the winter. 
Well, they had a big rock festival out there that uh, was a Latino rock festival that is known for drugs, prostitution, and and, um, gangs. And so I started looking at whatever was uh, being marketed in Quartzsite the week before the festival and then the week of the festival. And what I found was there were three full-time girls in Quartzsite on regular basis. They looked like they were collecting Social Security out there in their little trailer. Anyway, but during this festival, there were literally 17 pages of ads, and then they went away. What that tells me is this is taking place in many uh, smaller venues you don't think about. Out here, we have uh, the Stagecoach Rock Festival and the Coachella, Coachella Shoes. And what we're finding is that this is the kind of event that many of these people are starting to work to because they don't get as much publicity. So regardless of where you're at in the world, you might take a look at those smaller events. And if you're someone now, like Susie says, I don't recommend that you just start hanging out on Backpage unless you're a professional like Susie and I are that are kind of hardcore. We get counseling all the time. We work with law enforcement. We're not just trying to go through and see what we can find. I do not believe in vigil anti-activity of finding somebody, trying to meet them, trying to rescue them yourself. You need law enforcement involved. And I wouldn't spend a lot of time on there unless you are connected to law enforcement or someone that is actually going to make a case. I'm doing this so that you can understand how all of this happens. Now, I did want to tell you one more case because there was a case this week that was on our Facebook page. The headline was Nightclub Closed Due to Drugs, Teens, and Prostitution. And that's the headline. It was out of Memphis, Tennessee. It was shut down. It said a Memphis nightclub was shut down Friday after police deemed it to be a, a public nuisance. Uh, it was a scene of multiple police cars involving uh, aggravated assaults, involving uh, firearms, robbery, kidnapping. And there were teenage girls there as young as 14 who were being used for commercial sexual exploitation known as prostitution. They were arrested also for selling cocaine in the bathroom, and they arrested 15 people. Now, the reason I tell you that is that the people who live near and around that nightclub must have known what was going on. Uh, this isn't their first rodeo. This is going on on a regular basis. And one of the other places that people are sold and marketed is right there in many of your communities. You'll see an apartment building there. And uh, all of a sudden, you have a lot of men coming and going all hours of the day and night. Or you'll see a house coming and going. And you'll see uh, a lot of activity. And there might be even a couple that lives in that house. But, you know, cars are pulling up late at night and, uh, and coming and going. I want you to call your local police, regardless of where you're at in the world. We must step up and report this stuff. Just tell them, I think we have a brothel next door. If you have a vacant building and all of a sudden you have kind of a swarm of activity with a lot of men on it, that is called a temporary brothel. And so call and report it. You can also report at the national hotline. That is 1-888-3737-888. Kind of has a ring to it. And we would like you to contact us. We are coming up to the close of this show. You can always reach me at Opal 
at meandkids.org. You can go on to Facebook at Me and Kids and comment and tell us who you are, where you're at, and what you're doing. And we ask you that you would, we, first of all, we want you to know how much we appreciate you. We got our stats this week, and I am blown away by the number of people who are now using this for free training around the world. And that's what it's meant to be, free human trafficking training every week on a different subject so that you will share it, so that you'll share it with your church members, you'll share it with your nonprofit, you'll share it with your family, share it with your kids so that they understand it. And we really, really appreciate you. Let us know who you are. Write to us and uh, and share this. And if you want an embed code so that you can archive our shows, let us know about that. And you can see any of the archive shows at exploitedcrimes.com. Well... It's been an interesting uh, show. I hope you've appreciated it. I promise I'll be much better next week as I get well here. I appreciate Susie backing me up. So sometimes these things happen. So thank you guys so much for following us, supporting us, for donating to us, for buying the book Seduced. And we will see you next week. Thank you for tuning in this week to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Please join your host, Opal Singleton, for another edition next Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll have another important discussion next week.